0: You're listening to The Thriving Nurse Podcast. I'm your host, Abby Sanchez, and this is episode 180, Scared to Start Over in a New Nursing Job. Did you know your nursing dream job is out there? But it's not something you find. It's something you create, and I can show you how. I'm Abby Sanchez, and I'm a life coach for nurses. Using my experience at the bedside, along with my psychology degree, I help nurses build confidence, manage overwhelm, And fall in love or back in love with being a nurse. So come along with me, and I'll help you create the career and life you crave. You ready? Let's go. Today, I wanna talk to you nurses who are considering switching nursing jobs, and you could be thinking about that for any number of reasons. Maybe you're just not crazy about your current job, or maybe you're excited to try out a different area of nursing. Maybe you want to move to a different city or you want a different commute, like any number of reasons that you want to switch jobs, but you're scared to do it. You're scared of quote unquote, starting over. That's what I hear nurses say all the time, right? Like when you see a nurse and they're like kind of debating if they should apply to a new position, right? It even could be in within your same facility, but apply to a new position or a new role or a different specialty. That's what they often say is they're like, Oh, I'm just so comfortable now. I don't know if I want to start over. Okay. So that's what we're going to talk about today. If you're a nurse, who's feeling like that. All right. So this isn't as applicable necessarily to you nurses who are just getting out of nursing school, but You can still, still listen, you know, maybe some things I talk about will be helpful in that regard, but that's really who I'm gearing this towards is those nurses who maybe have been in their current job for a while. They've gotten comfortable there and now they're thinking about switching, but it's that fear of starting over that keeps them from moving forward, from applying, from looking into different jobs or taking those next steps toward different jobs. Okay. And it was funny, like what got me thinking about this podcast episode was totally not nursing related. It was of course my children. I feel like that's where most of my examples come from because my life is totally immersed in coaching, in nursing, and in momming. So a lot of my examples that you guys hear come from me as a mom, and hopefully it's applicable to many of you who are parents as well. But I know not all of you are, but I think it still helps sometimes to hear these different analogies that come from other places. So anyways, today my daughter, what got me thinking about this is she was working on a puzzle. We went to this story time group that we go to a lot of the time and she got this new puzzle and she was working on it on our living room floor and she completed the puzzle. She was super proud of herself and then she was like, well, I want to do it again. So she took it all apart and then she realized... Oh, now I have to start over. And as soon as she said that, what I was thinking to myself was, you're not really starting over because you just did the puzzle. Like I bet you're going to be able to do it so much faster than you did the first time because of what you just went through, because of how you looked at the pieces and saw how they fit and you probably developed your strategy of puzzle completion even more. And so when she said that, I started to think about nurses because that's where I hear that phrase all the time. I don't want to start over. I have to start over now is in that context of nursing. But just like with my daughter, what I want to tell you today is that you're not really starting over. Sometimes our brains make things kind of dramatic like that. Like when I say it out loud, when I tell you you're not really starting over, you're probably like, yeah, I know, but it feels that way. I think sometimes our brains are just kind of dramatic like that. It's kind of hyperbolic and catastrophizes things. And so like in nursing school, if you didn't get an A on a test, you might have been like, oh, I bombed that test or I failed that test, even though you still got a passing grade. Maybe you didn't do as well as you were hoping to, but we kind of make a bigger deal out of it. And we blow it out of proportion in our minds or say those types of statements that make it seem bigger than it really was. So I think that's what we're kind of doing when we say we're starting over in a new job. But it feels true to us to some extent. And so I want to dive into that a little bit more and let you know that you really, truly are not starting over. So just like with this puzzle example I just gave you, I was thinking about other analogies to show you that you're really not starting over. Like, think how silly it would be if there was an NBA player who, when they switched teams, they said, it's like, I'm starting over learning how to play basketball. We'd be like, what? That's crazy. Of course you're not starting over. And even if they're not NBA level, any level of a basketball player, it could be a high school basketball player. They're not starting over when they switch teams or go play somewhere else. They're still going to know how to dribble a basketball. They're still going to know how to pass, how to shoot. They're still going to have honed their skills of their vision of the court. They're going to have their body be in whatever like athletic condition from having played basketball before built up their endurance and their strength, they're still going to know the rules of the game. So even though they're playing on a different team, which might require some adjustments, right? They're going to be meeting new people, finding their groove, finding their chemistry with their new teammates. That part will be different but they're definitely not starting over. They're taking all the skills and knowledge and their physical abilities with them to continue playing basketball, right? So it's the same thing. And if they're playing on a different court, right? Like when we think about switching nursing specialties or different areas of nursing, it might be a different environment, maybe a different vibe, a different crowd that you're playing in front of. It could be a different altitude, So you might feel a little bit different. It might take you some time to adjust, but really you still have that solid foundation of basketball that you're bringing with you into this new situation. Okay, so it's the same for you as a nurse. You're not all of a sudden going to be starting over with learning IVs like, remember when you learned how to do IVs, you had to really think about it. You had to lay out your supplies, make sure everything you needed was there. Think about the steps, like hook up the saline to the tubing and flush it through. And you had to think about, you know, how many strips of tape do I need? Or how am I going to get prepare the the dressing and all of that for it? You had to really think about it. And then identifying veins and knowing how tight to put the tourniquet and just everything, all those little steps you had to think through it and really give all your attention to that skill of putting in the IV. If you switch nursing jobs, you're not going back to that. That wouldn't be possible to start over with that, right? It's not like you got a concussion and you have amnesia and you can't remember how to do it anymore. You remember how to do IVs. And all these other skills you've been practicing for years or for however long you've been a nurse, you've been honing all those skills and they're coming with you to your new environment, to your new specialty, to your new role. Okay? And even if you're switching roles, so you're not doing, like if you're a staff nurse right now, maybe you're switching to a different role within nursing, so you'd be, a charge nurse or a manager or working as like a case manager or something like that. You're still not starting over. Like, yes, you are learning a new role, but you're taking all your knowledge with you from what you've been doing so far as a nurse to that new position. Just like I said, you don't forget the rules of basketball. So even if you were switching from being a player to a referee You're still not starting over. It's not like you have a blank slate and you're starting over with your understanding of basketball and learning the new role of being a referee. You're starting with this foundation of the rules of basketball and how it's played. And then you're building on that. Okay. So if you're going to be in a different role as a nurse, all your experience so far is coming with you and it's going to help you in that role. Okay. Now, the other part of this, so we talked about those like clinical skills that you're definitely not starting over there, but you're also not starting over with your own emotional abilities. So like your ability to manage stress and manage overwhelm and to know how to be the new person, you're not starting over with all of that either. When you first started out as a nurse. It was hard to know what you didn't know. I remember feeling that way. I remember being like, I don't know what I don't know. I don't know what questions I should be asking. You now, as a more experienced nurse, have a better idea of that. So you're bringing that with you, but also you got to practice being unsure of yourself. In your first nursing job, or however many nursing jobs you've had so far, In all of those jobs, you've gotten to practice not being sure what questions to ask. But asking them anyway and sorting through it and feeling things out with your team. So you're actually probably a lot better now with being uncomfortable asking questions than you were with your first job. Right? Because you've done it before. You've experienced that discomfort. Sometimes when we ask questions, we wonder, what's this other person going to think of me? And we have all those fears and insecurities. Now, that's all optional. You could decide to just leave that all behind and be like, you know what? I did that the first time around when I first started nursing. I had all those fears and insecurities about asking questions and it really wasn't very fun and it wasn't very useful to me. And so I'm not going to do that this time. I'm just going to ask all the questions I need to and let other people worry about what they think and feel. So that's one option. But also if those insecurities do come up sometimes where you're like, do I sound like I don't know what I'm doing? Are they judging me for asking this question? Am I being annoying? If you feel those insecurities, that's okay. You've felt all those insecurities before. Back when you first started nursing, you felt those insecurities before, and it was okay. It didn't kill you. You got through it. So you can get through being the new person again, being the person asking a lot of questions, needing help, and being slower. That's okay. You totally know how to do it. You totally know how to handle all of that because you've done it before. Now, I know feeling incompetent doesn't feel great right? We feel nervous. We wonder if we're being judged, all of that. And it doesn't feel very good. But what many of us do because it's uncomfortable is we avoid situations where we might feel incompetent. So this might be true for you in your life. It's definitely been true for me, especially earlier in life, that if I was good at something, I did more of it. So I was good at soccer as a kid. So I kept playing soccer and I played softball, And then I became the pitcher on my softball team, and I wasn't an amazing pitcher. And so I stopped playing softball. And I was a good student, and so I kept working hard in school and getting good grades. So the things that I was good at, I did more of, and I got better at. And the things I wasn't very good at, I just kind of avoided and stayed away from. Now, earlier in life, I didn't really think about this too much, but as I've gotten older, I realized that if that's what I'm going to keep doing for the rest of my life, then there are very select things that I get to do. Like I can continue going to school because I'm a good student. I was good at lacrosse, so I could keep doing that. But there are so many other things that I've never done before that I'm kind of curious about and excited about. But if I have to be good at it first as a prerequisite to even start, then I'm going to stay away from it. So if we do that in our lives, then it's kind of like, Maybe we're trying new things up until we're in high school or in college, and then we figured out I'm good at these things, I'm not good at these things, and it's kind of set in stone in our minds at least what we think we can do for the rest of our lives. And that's kind of ridiculous. That whole idea of being good at something before you try it, or being naturally good at something, having to be good at it right off the bat, is so limiting, So what if instead of avoiding feeling incompetent, we leaned into it? We were like, you know what? It's okay if I'm not the best at something. It's okay if I'm actually pretty bad at it. I can still do it. So I was thinking about this with the cruise I just went on. And I know I'm talking about my cruise again. Are you sick of hearing about it yet? (laughs) I feel like I've talked about it way more than I expected to. It's not like this cruise was a pivotal moment in my life. I mean, we had a good time. But I've talked about it on several podcast episodes and in a Make Your Monday email I sent out. So I'm sorry if you're tired of hearing about it, but it's what I did recently. So that's what's on my mind. So you get to hear about it one more time. But on the cruise, we loved going to the karaoke nights. And I am not the best at karaoke, I'm not an amazing singer. And I can carry a tune, but when I get up to sing in front of people, It's like my throat is closing off and I get pitchy and really nervous and I'm definitely not the best singer. There are amazing singers out there. So if I had to be the best, I would never get up and sing karaoke. So I had to remind myself of that. I was like, it's okay that you're not the best. You can still have fun. And I'm so glad so many other people had that same mentality. We made friends with this one girl on the ship. Her name was Nora. And she had seen me and my group of friends at the karaoke nights before because we were big dorks. We were hard to miss because we would sit right in the front row and every person that got on stage, no matter if they were an amazing singer or really trying their best, we made them feel like a rock star. We would cheer for them, we'd sing along, we'd help them out if they were totally lost in the song. So the last night of karaoke, me and my friends ended up coming in pretty late, and we sat down and this girl next to us, who was Nora, said, I'm so glad you guys are here, because she had seen us the other nights and was like... You know, you guys really amped up the crowd, like everybody was excited for people getting on stage. It was such a supportive environment, and I've been wanting to get up and sing karaoke, even though I'm a terrible singer, but I didn't think I'd be able to do it tonight because it was so much quieter without you guys. We were pretty loud. and So when she saw, she was super excited about it, and she was like, it's on my bucket list. Even though I'm a terrible singer, I really want to do it. And so she got up the courage, she went up there, and she sang her heart out. And it was so awesome letting go of that fear and that worry about being the best and feeling like it's a competition or we have to be amazing at something to be able to do it and enjoy it. It was awesome to see her let go of that and how freeing it was. And it is so freeing in all of our lives. When we give ourselves permission to be bad at something, it is so freeing. It takes all the limits off of what we think we can do, what we think we're allowed to do. Now, I know in nursing, we get scared about not being the best. And yes, there are safety concerns and things we want to be mindful as far as that goes. But one thing, like that's one end of the spectrum. That's one extreme, Like I said, you're carrying all your nursing knowledge with you into this new position. So you're not starting over. So it's okay that you're not the best, right? Like you're not the best is somewhere in the middle. It's like, I've got some skills. I've got some knowledge. I know what's unsafe. I know what to look for in a lot of situations, but I'm just not the best. It's okay to let other people be the best to let the superstar singers get up and rock the stage in karaoke and sing it beautifully and be pitch perfect. That's really fun and amazing, and we can cheer them on. And we can be proud of those nurses that we work with who have more knowledge and experience in certain areas than us, who have the answers, who have done this before, who are the rock stars of the unit. We can be proud of them, and we don't have to be ashamed of ourselves. But you can also help people when you're not the best. This was something I had to realize when I first started my coaching practice. I was like, I have a lot of knowledge. I have some skills. I have some ideas to share with people. But am I the best coach in the entire world? No. I'm sure there are many people out there, right? Like my coaching mentors, I would look up to them and be like, they're such amazing coaches. I don't know how they can see how all these things are connecting and explain things so clearly and think of all these analogies. And I was like, I don't know if I'm going to be able to do that. But I realized at that time and what kept me going was, it's okay to not be the best. You can still help people. You just have to be one step ahead. Like one step ahead of... For me, it was my knowledge of psychology and my ability to teach and my willingness to get up and teach. And so because I was able to do that, I could help people. And even when I was just starting out, people would reach out to me and say how things had helped them and changed their lives and helped them enjoy their jobs more. So it made a difference for people, right? And I just kept going and building that skill. And you can make a difference in your patients' lives too, even if you're not the best We see it all the time with brand new nurses who are just starting out. They're not the best nurse, quote unquote, right? They have a lot to learn, a lot of skills to develop, time management, all the things to work on. And that's okay, but they're still helping people. And so you can go into this new job, this new role and not be the best and help your patients and help your team too. Help your facility, help everyone you come in contact with, because you're going to bring new ideas, new perspectives, your, your unique personality and gifts and talents. You can definitely help people without being the best. So let's be willing to not be the best anymore. And remember, we're really not starting over. So I want to just banish that thought forever that you're starting over when you take on a new role or a new job. It's not possible to start over. So instead of telling yourself I'm starting over, let's think of a replacement thought because telling yourself not to think it It doesn't do much good unless you have something to fill the space in your brain, right? So what I want you to do is if this is a thought that's common for you, if you keep telling yourself, oh, I'm scared to start over. I don't want to start over. It sounds so scary to start over. Let's remember, we're not starting over. But a new thought you could think instead is I'm continuing on my nursing journey. I'm building on my nursing skills. I'm building my nursing experience. Some sort of thought like that, that still feels true to you. When I say that, your brain probably doesn't reject it. Like if I were to tell you, you're going to be amazing at this new job, your brain would probably be like, well, no, because I've never done it before and it's so scary and blah, blah, blah. Right. And it's going to totally freak out and it's going to say, that's not true. So instead of saying I'm starting over, which causes you to panic or trying to replace it with something you don't believe, like I'm going to be amazing at this new job right away. Let's find something that feels true. And I think for me, that rings true to say, I'm continuing on my nursing journey. I'm building on my nursing experience. It takes into account everything you've done before, all the skills and knowledge you have, and that you're bringing all of that with you and you're going to keep growing. So that's one idea I have for you. And you can generate your own ideas of replacement thoughts for it. But whenever your brain wants to tell you you're starting over, Just remind it, you're not starting over. That's not possible. You're just continuing on your journey. And I can't wait to hear where that journey takes you, where you guide that journey. So let me know all about it. I love to celebrate with you. So if this episode gave you that boost and that nudge, if it was what you needed to hear to have the courage to move along that path, and take steps in the direction you want to go, send me a DM on Instagram. Let me celebrate with you because that is what I'm here for. I love hearing your wins and your progress and just getting excited with you. So let me celebrate with you guys all the time. I love it. All right, my friend, have a beautiful week. Thanks for being here today. I'll talk to you later. Take care.